good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. For the last few days, Mary Alice and I have been talking about making changes in our lives. You know, we all have that feeling at the beginning of a new year that this is a great season to deal with some stuff that needs to be changed in our lives. And Mary Alice has brought some great thoughts the last couple of days. Today and tomorrow, I want to share with you the two biggest lessons I've ever learned in my life about making serious change in my life. Let's start with this. Change comes down to habits. If, if I'm going to see measurable change in my life, it's going to come down to forming new habits. The way God built us when he put us together, when he made our minds, he built us in such a way that if we continue doing something for a long period of time, it actually becomes a habit and we do it without a lot of thought. Maybe this isn't the best example in the world, but take typing for instance. I never typed until I was 35. Mary Alice got me through college. She typed all my notes for me. But I remember years ago, back I think in 1991, when home computers were starting to be the rage, our board at New Spring said, Mark, if you would learn to use a computer, it would give you back a day of the week. Well, I'm not sure that ever, that prophecy ever really came true, but I used to joke about computers and how I didn't have time for them, but I remember in those days they were very expensive and our board bought a really, really nice computer. And they said, we're gonna just put it in your office. And you're gonna have to look at it every day. You don't have to use it, but we're gonna put it there. Well, with the expense of that computer, I, I thought, well, I've gotta learn how to do it. And, then, and I know that what I'm gonna be talking about right now is gonna be so old school. A lot of you will have no idea what I'm talking about. This was before apps and before you know programs could be imported into our, our systems electronically. I went down to the business store and bought a typing tutorial program to install in my computer. And I had to just start off by learning the home keys. Well, for years now, I type so much. In fact, uh, I spend a lot of my day with a keyboard. I don't even think about where those keys are because long ago, there were pathways in my, in my my, my brain, my soul, in effect, that just lead me to automatically do the right thing. And the same thing is true with bad habits. So I want to talk to you today about what I feel like is one of the most important elements of beginning a new habit. Now, I know sometimes my way of talking sounds kind of vague, but let me give you the language that I speak in my own life. I always talk about stringing together some wins. Because if I'm going from a situation where I have a bad habit and I want to have a good habit, I recognize that I'm going to have to do the good thing, not once, not twice, not three times, but I'm going to have to string together some wins. Let's just take eating, for instance, because that's a challenge for me. If I have one day of good eating, it's not going to make a habit. If I have three days of good eating, it's not going to make a habit. The problem that I have with my nutrition is that all it takes is one bad day for me to tangle up my string. And so I'm always reminding myself, I'm going to have to string together some wins. In other words, every time I say yes to the right thing and no to the wrong thing, I get just a little bit stronger. Every time I cave in and I say yes to the wrong thing, then it's almost as if I go back to square one. So let's talk for just a few moments about how long it takes to form a new habit. Several years ago, there was a study about how long it takes to form a new habit. 
And the person who conducted that study suggested that it took a minimum of 21 days. From that moment on, it became part of the groundwater of our culture to say it takes 21 days to start a new habit. But that wasn't fully embracing the real science. <laughs> the real science leads us to believe it takes more like 66 days to form a new habit. So we have to recognize that if we're gonna start doing the right thing in any part of our lives, whether it's spiritual or whether it's something in our own personal life, like watching our nutrition or, or drinking more water or being more disciplined about how we utilize our time, it's important to recognize that it's going to take some time. Now, there's one thing that the science never goes into, and that is how long does it take to form a bad habit again? And that's because bad habits can be formed just like that. Here's why. Always remember this. Bad habits depend on instant gratification. And since the gratification is instant, well, of course, it doesn't take any time at all to form a bad habit. Good habits always are about delayed gratification. In other words, if I'm gonna do the right thing, I may not have instant good feedback. In fact, my feedback may well be pain. But if I'm gonna have a good habit, I'm, I'm gonna recognize that somewhere down along the line, there is gonna be gratification. So when we string together wins, we get a little stronger. Now, in the Bible, for those of us who are God followers, we understand that there's a spiritual component to this. Throughout the New Testament, especially, the Bible talks about the flesh and the spirit. The flesh is our nature that we inherit from Adam that's predisposed toward doing the wrong thing. And even though we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, that old nature is still with us. I don't want to go into theology, but this is why ultimately we have to die before we can go to heaven or at the rapture, the Bible says we will be changed. We will have to lose off that old nature that's predisposed toward doing wrong. Well, when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, God moves into our lives, so we have both natures. This is why we hear stories sometimes of Christians who do some things that are very wrong. And I'm not giving them a pass, it's just that we have an old nature that's still with us, that's still capable of doing every wrong thing that we could do before we accepted Jesus Christ. But here's the thing, the more that we give into the Spirit of God, the stronger we, beget, we get. And we, we get stronger in the Spirit by stringing those winds together. For instance, here's, here's an example. Let's take reading the Bible. Mary Alice and I read through the Bible every year, and that's a, that's a daily challenge. And if, if I read the Bible one day, but I don't read it for four or five days, I'm not gonna get any stronger. But if I read the Bible every day for a week, then it begins to get a little easier for me when I wake up in the morning to automatically go to the Word of God. And the Spirit of God, of course, will also come in and help strengthen me. But we do have to string those winds together. In closing today, and there's so much more I'd like to say about this, maybe I'll do a, a series on X. I think I have done a series on this somewhere back in time, because to me, this is just so important. Stringing together wins. Um, let me give you a scripture that I think about in, in this context. In the book of Galatians chapter six and the ninth verse, the Bible says, let us not get tired of doing good. <laughs> let me stop there for a moment. When the, when the Bible instructs us to do something, it's almost a way of God saying, you have to be careful not to do what your, what your normal inclination is. In other words, when the Bible says, let's not get tired of doing good, 
What it's suggesting is the normal inclination is to get tired of doing good. You know, for instance, for those of you who are trying to watch your nutrition right now and eat the right thing, you know, you can get tired of, of doing good. You can get tired of eating the right thing, especially when you're passing by the fast food places. But God says, let's not get tired of doing good. We will reap a harvest of good if we do not quit. There's the delayed gratification thing. God is saying, don't get tired of doing the right thing today because out there in the future, there is a harvest to be reaped and we will reap that harvest if we don't get tired of doing good and we string together those wins. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window as we think about making positive change in our lives for God. And, and you know, here's the thing, even when we're doing the right thing for our physical bodies, it's still an act of worship. The Bible tells us our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so even if we're trying to lose some weight and to get in shape and to exercise more, those are spiritual things. And so we need to treat them as such. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you for the time that we've had together on Noah's window. And Lord, we do want to be better. We recognize that in this life, we'll never be perfect, but we know we can grow and we want to grow and we want to string together wins in order that we might please you and do those things that will benefit ourselves. Lord, we want to be around to serve you and to be a blessing to the people around us. We want to be at our best. Help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us on Noah's Window. I'll be back tomorrow to share with you what I believe is the most important element of starting and keeping good habits going. See you tomorrow.